Hi there, New York. Thank you. It is troubling how much he loves doing that. It's, <laughs> it's really why we're doing this tour. So we are here in the Big Apple, so I can only naturally assume you had a huge amount of topics that you could choose from. I did. I looked around for a long time. I was in a hotel just like refreshing Wikipedia for hours. And then... Well, in case anything new came up? <laughs> we did an episode about Wikipedia. You know that it's, it's an ever-growing, vibrant platform. It's almost alive. But today we're going to talk about the pneumatic tube mail system here in New York City. Everyone knows about that, right? Yeah. Show canceled. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I'm not from here. This is a very busy city. It's very overwhelming to me. I'm just a country boy. Yep. But, um, so it's hard to imagine now in the bustle and hustle of New York City that for many years a network of pneumatic tubes were used to deliver mail all over Manhattan and East Harlem. The system started in 1897, running a distance of 3,750 feet between the old General Post Office on Park Row and the Produce Exchange on Bowling Green, places we're all familiar with. At its opening, <laughs> Senator Chauncey M. Depew, Depew declared, this is, I've got a quote here, but this is really good. This is the age of speed. Everything... <laughs> What is that voice? <laughs> it's my deputy voice. Everything that makes for speed contributes to happiness and is a distinct gain to civilization. We are ahead of the old countries in almost every respect. Well, <laughs> oh, this is problematic. I should have read this a bit more carefully. Uh, but we have been behind in methods of communication within our cities. In New York, this condition of communication has hitherto been barbarous. Barbarous? They used to speak so much better than now. That's really good. If the greater New York is to be a success, quick communication is absolutely necessary. I hope this system we have seen tried here today will soon be extended over all the greater New York. I feel like we should have stood up while you were reading that. I should have stood up. It's really good. Flag unfurls behind me. It would be beautiful. We didn't have the budget for that. <laughs> no. The first dispatch was set by Depew from the General Post Office to the Produce Exchange Post Office and included a Bible wrapped in an American flag. Jeez. <laughs> a copy of the Constitution. Of course. A copy of President William McKinley's inaugural speech. This is so much stuff. And some other papers that are <laughs> less exciting. More. This is so American. It's like the most American package ever sent. <laughs> a stuff a bald eagle in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to something just like that very shortly. The return delivery contained a bouquet of flowers. Oh, why the... <laughs> someone just comes crying. It's like, Congratulations! It's like when someone wins something and they give them a bouquet of flowers yeah. at the end. Your it's tubes like work. The... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, roll roll that, that back. Actually, kind of is probably kind of true. Like anyway, roll that back there. <laughs> the round trip took less than three minutes because this is the age of speed. Yeah. But most of that was taken up by humans, stupid Ugh. humans, unloading and reloading the canisters at each end. Subsequent deliveries included a variety of amusing items, including a large artificial peach, which was a reference to Depew's nickname. Everyone knows that. Some clothing, 
a candlestick, and a live cat. What? <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. It's got to be true. Right? I can't argue with your, your philosophy there. We, we do have some more information about that cat. But before we do, let's take our break and thank Squarespace for their support. We're in New York, which is great because Squarespace are in New York. They also let you easily create a website for your next idea. We have a unique domain name, award-winning templates, and more. Whether you want to make a store, a blog, a site for your business, or just about any website at all, Squarespace has all the tools you need. There's nothing to install or patch or upgrade it is an all-in-one platform. They have 24-7 support, and you can sign up for a free trial right now by going to squarespace.com slash ungeniust. When you sign up, use the code ungeniust to get 10% off. Their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can get that 10% off when you use the code ungeniust to check out Squarespace. Make your next move. Make your next website. Hey! Look at that. It's good. Gotta love the sponsors. It's true. So the system worked basically how pneumatic tube systems work today. Yeah, everyone knows those. It's not, it's not complicated. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to on. explain it. You I'm can see the paragraph. Tube explain. <laughs> everyone. We see this in places like banks and hospitals and even stores, like the Home Depot of my house. They use them to pull paperwork around. And benches. I spend a lot of time in Home Depot. A series of tubes were installed between the various points and canisters... Again, loaded with letters, a cat, were placed inside them, and then they'd be propelled to their location by compressed air or a partial vacuum. Pneumatic capsule transportation was invented by William Murdoch, with the capsule or canister coming along into invention in 1836. The Victorians were the first to use capsules and tubes, transmitting telegrams to nearby buildings from telegraph stations. It's like really old-fashioned email. Sure. In 1854, Josiah Latimer Clark was issued a patent for conveying letters or parcels between places by the pressure of air and vacuum. In 1853, he installed, installed a 220-yard pneumatic system between the London Stock Exchange and the offices of the Electric Telegraph Company in Lothbury. It took New York 40 years to catch on. Typical America. <laughs> yeah. Are you done? Yes. Uh, this, so, uh, by 1866, the London system was powerful enough to transport humans during trial runs. <laughs> you take cats, we go with humans. Another point to England. Is it? Is yes. that where the point? Sure. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this, and the Wikipedia page was not, not helpful. helpful. If it was a theoretical limit, like, sure, you could put a dude in there. Or did they actually do it? We're never going to know. If only YouTube had been around in 1866. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Vlogging from the pneumatic tube. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back to New York City. In his autobiography, Postal Supervisor Howard Wallace Connolly wrote about the cat. How it could live after being shot at terrific speed from Station P in the Produce Exchange building making several turns before reaching Broadway and Park Row. I cannot conceive, but it did. <laughs> it seemed to be dazed for a minute or two, but... <laughs> you gotta let me get to the end of this. It's so good. It seemed to be dazed for a minute or two, but started to run and was quickly secured and placed in a basket that had been provided 
for that purpose. <laughs> Cat basket. Baskets need a reason to wake up in the morning, and this basket had that. Oh, it's the most important basket. So the New York system quickly expanded beyond the initial cat shooting path. Mm-hmm. The work was managed by the Tubular Dispatch Tubular. Company, which is a company with a perfect name. Yeah, it's, the best, <laughs> it's the best name. What I, do you do? I want a company called the Tubular Dispatch we ha- Company. We have a... Can we set up another one? After 1902, work was taken over by the New York Mail and Newspaper Transportation Company. Stock in those companies was owned entirely by the American Pneumatic Service Company. It's so descriptive. It's so good. It's really good. This will come to a shock as to anyone, but it turns out that a system of plastic tubes buried a few feet underground was prone to issues. Breakdowns often required digging up city streets, uh, to, re- cl- to retrieve clogged mail <laughs> and to restore the system to working operation. At least one death was reported when a test run caused the tube to rupture violently, injuring the repair crew who had dug out a section under 4th Avenue to mend a break in the line. It's terrible. It is. As the system started to have issues, the government started to argue that the mail could be delivered quicker and for less money in other ways. Studies found that the growing volume of mail, limited system capacities, and the advent of the automobile made the tubes, quote, practically obsolete. It's a sick burn. Yes, it's about <laughs> as bad as it gets. The pneumatic tube industry attacked the studies. <laughs> but subsequent investigation identified that any errors actually favored the tube system itself. Pneumatic tube fake news, if you will. Nope. I will not, actually. <laughs> The service was suspended during World War I so we could come bail you out. Uh, (laughs) We had to conserve funding for the war effort. The Brooklyn section, by the way, cost $14,000 in rent and $6,200 in labor per year to keep it running. But after, again, some more successful lobbying by the apparently very powerful (laughs) pneumatic tube lobby... <laughs> Big tube. Big tube. Uh, service was restored in 1922. Service was halted again between Brooklyn and Manhattan in April 1950 for repairs on the Brooklyn side and was never restored. In 1953, service was halted for the rest of the system pending review. That review maybe never happened because it's never been reinstated since. It's good news for the city's cat population, I guess. I guess so. Well, bad news, they've got to get around, you know? Cats have got to go places. Cat lift is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of those things. Like, I, I love stories based in the past because the idea that the past out of the future is often so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just send everything around tubes. Like, to be honest, though, isn't this just what Elon Musk is doing? No, he, no, he is sending humans to yeah. tubes. He's, well, he should go back to London. Yeah, we got it doing, all taken care of. You can, you can have him. <laughs> all of our topics are ingenious, are submitted by listeners, except this one because it was found in desperation in a hotel room in New York yep. City. But if you have topic suggestions, you can send them to us. We have a very long Google Doc. We could do this show there just wasn't a lot of New York specific Forever. things in that. Yeah, so New York, you gotta be, you gotta Stepped stand up, up for yourselves in my Google Doc. Uh, you can do that, and you can learn more about the pneumatic two mail system by going to relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 66. While you're there, you can get in touch via email. You can send us your 
uh, ideas in a pneumatic tube. It may not get to me in Memphis. That's fine. Or you can do it on Twitter. The show is at Ungenius. You can follow Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E. And you can find me there as I-S-M-H. And until our next near cat murder, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios. <laughs>